emoji, y'all new to the game. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Who That Kiss podcast. It's your boy RK, rocking wit. JD. And, well, we got a hundred things to talk about, a hundred million things to talk about. What do you want to start with? First of all, let's start with the fact that we played the most awkward football game in NFL history <laughs> and and still look like we're, you know, uh, a really, really good football team despite the circumstances. And and the fact that Sean Payton can adapt as well as he did, change his whole entire offensive game plan. Um, on a whim. On a whim. Run the, sing- run, the, run the single wing and just keep running and running and running. And uh, and and also credit to Dennis Allen for for you know keeping his guys in check and even though there's no ball going over ahead at any point in the game and we are aware of that making sure that they knew that you know reverses are coming end arounds are coming you know stay true to yourself and and the rest will come naturally to you so um, I think like even though despite the circumstances our our team looked really good. And uh, yeah, I know I'm 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 pleased with the win, even though it was like a kind of a boringish game to watch. Um, you know, it's it's nice to be nine and two, winning eight in a row, and it's uh it's hate week again. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Not the, the only thing I really got to add to that is it felt like as if you got a bunch of guys that played football, and they went and played with a bunch of kids. That's kind of what it looked yeah. like. Um, there really was no threat. I play DB, and I don't want to ever compare myself to NFL players, but I know that feeling that those guys had on the outside. Like the way Marshawn Lattimore played Jerry Judy, who's got burners. Jerry Judy can run. The way that he just kind of let him run past because he knew the ball couldn't get over his head, that's yeah. an error. That's just, that they, those corners were having so much fun with it because they knew that if they got the ball thrown their way, they're probably getting a pick, which is pretty sure. cool. So... um I think the only thing that I really struck me in that game was actually there was a couple things. The Latavius Murray, um, just reminding us who he is and how talented he is. That was fun, and yeah, um, no, he, he's awesome to watch. And he's when he's feeling himself and he has a chance to you know um, get some productivity. He is a lot of fun to watch, and he's still got you know despite being you know in Oakland, Minnesota for however many years he was there. Like he's got a lot in the tank because he's being used so sparingly in New Orleans, right? So yeah, he. Uh, I think if, if that's going to bode well for us going into December and January to kind of save AK from whatever minor ailment he might have right now and just kind of ride Latavius for a bit. Yeah, um, the one thing that did bug me was the lack of accuracy um, for Taysom Hill, and, and I don't know what that is. Is it situational because the game was kind of a weird game and he doesn't have to be accurate? Is it because he's outside in Denver at altitude? There's a bunch of different reasons that it could be. Um, it wasn't pleasant to watch. I found that to be a little bit disheartening that he couldn't complete passes to Michael Thomas. Uh, our Saints receivers must be really irritated at this point in time being like, I am running around like a mad person and I am not getting touches. Um, yeah. I imagine that would be pretty irritating. But like you said, 9-2, and two, a lot of things get cured when you have wins coming in. Um, you forget about a lot of the things that are bothering you because you know that you're going to be cashing bigger checks later on down the road. For sure. um, so I don't want to talk about the Denver in the game. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, they didn't 
take care of the things that they had to take care of. They couldn't field the quarterback. We ended up winning the game. We were going to win the game regardless. So, you know, Drew Locke can actually maybe be thankful that he didn't have to see our defensive line. And uh, interesting stat about Cam Jordan in that game. <laughs> Here's an interesting stat. He had eight quarterback dropbacks. So there was eight quarterback dropbacks. He had four. He had four pressures on those eight quarterback dropbacks. So fifty percent of the quarterback dropbacks, he got pressure. That's incredible. And, that's that's and banana boats. That is. And, and speaking to that too, like I, I there was moments in the game where I felt really bad for. Uh, for Hinton, because this kid looks so small with Marcus Davenport bearing <laughs> down on him and Cam Jordan. And every time Cam Jordan got close and he, and he got rid of the ball, a little shove just to let him know that he was there. Yeah. And, and every time that he got shoved, it was like one backward somersault <laughs> being forced upon him at all times. And um, man, like we, when you look at how small he is, like he's just a rookie out of Wake Forest. Yeah. Um, undra- like undrafted practice squad kind of guy. Obviously not built for the nfl quite yet and and now no. you have you know marcus davenport and cam jordan who are just bearing down on you like yeah. you must have been petrified the first couple of times yeah and i thought it, i thought it was pretty unique and pretty cool that those guys um provided a sense of uh attaboy at the end of the game for the kid like they all all, all the saints guys stood up and said yo respect respect to the guy you know what i mean for stepping in and and uh i've been listening to a lot of different people talk a lot of talking heads and I guess one of the coolest things I've heard, <laughs> I got a good giggle out of it, is all the drunk guys that sit there and go, I could run a four five forty and I could I could throw a football in a football game and, and complete a pass. No, you can't. This is an NFL player right now. That was an NFL player. Mm-hmm. A- an NFL athlete. Okay, he's good enough to be there. He could not complete a pass <laughs> downfield. He completed a check down. I want you to realize he completed a check down. That almost so, wasn't caught. <laughs> was, uh, that, that Noah fan catch was not really a, a clean catch to begin with either. So yeah, so um, yeah, let's let's get on to Atlanta Hate Week because this is what we, this is what we're talking about. Uh, going into the game, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Well, um, seeing our offense have some struggles with you know that Denver defense, um, and seeing Atlanta put up forty three on Oak on Las Vegas. Sorry, I almost called up Oakland again. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that Las Vegas had, you know, has beaten us this year, um, kind of a little bit of concern. I, I know beating a team twice is never easy. Going six zero in your division is never easy. Outside of the Patriots in the AFC East, it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> um, Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I, I kind of feel a little bit nervous because if, if there's going to be one divisional game that we drop, it's you know. It's got to be this one at this point because we're four and zero. We have Carolina week seventeen, um, but yeah, no, I know I am a little bit nervous. I don't feel as confident as I did uh, when we were talking about our hate week stuff last uh, last time two weeks ago. Um, but at the same time, I feel like Sean gets up for Atlanta games, and and Sean will have a, a proper game plan where we can utilize our weapons properly with uh, with Taysom back in the, in a dome, which might be helpful for him. Um, but also knowing the, the, the opponent quite well, too, is, is going to be huge. And, um, and Taysom never had to prepare for Denver before, right? So mm-hmm. he's been around Atlanta preparations for three years now. So he knows what they like to do in formations and all that. And he, he'll be able to take advantage of what Sean sees. So hopefully, hopefully that's, you know, 
the positive in our on our side, but I feel like Atlanta might give us some problems this week. So I it's it's it. it's interesting because it's like I'm talking into a mirror right now. Uh, you're 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 saying and echoing a lot of the things that I was thinking about, um, but I'm just gonna speak to the ones that really stand out for me. Uh, Taysom has uh, familiarity with uh, temp- with Atlanta. Sorry, with anybody in the NFC South, Taysom has familiarity. Taysom plays really well against um, Atlanta. So a lot of people take for granted, like these athletes are still human beings, and they they know if they played well against somebody. You know what I mean? There's a sense of comfort that comes into being like. I've played well in the Georgia Dome. I have good memories here. That's psychology aspect of it. That's a big part of it. And and I feel I feel like Taysom coming into this game having some some like actual success on tape against these guys, both running and passing, that bodes well for us going into the game. And uh, I'm not as concerned, uh, to be honest with you, about this game like other people are. I think the the Vegas game. I said Oakland too. Five bucks to each person who says it every time. Um. Uh, like if a lot of people are worried because of the results of that last game, that's an anomaly. The same way that the t- Tennessee Titans were beating the Vikings by a hundred points and ended up losing in the fourth quarter, you know what I mean? Like there's just some games that are just anomalies. This was just a weird game. Um, it got away from Vegas really early, and when it got away from them, there was just no coming back. You know what I mean? Atlanta just kind of throttled onto them, and like you had guys like. Powell catching touchdowns for Atlanta. So this wasn't exactly like Atlanta was out there just putting on a clinic on both ends of the ball. Like Derek Carr did his very, very best, you know, Ryan Leaf impersonation in this game and just tried to give the game away. So yeah, uh, yeah. let's not let's not go crown Atlanta at four and seven of being this like juggernaut that we should be terrified of. We're nine and two and they're four and seven for a reason. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I'm not coming with a sense of arrogance. I'm just trying to be like no. just realistic in this. Um, the thing that stands out for me in a positive sense, Atlanta still cannot defend the pass. Henry Ruggs, Renfrew, all those guys were still running free. They dropped balls. Like, they got popped at the end, but a lot of them dropped balls. And I'm, I'm telling you this, Sean Payton learned a lesson. Do you remember when Alvin Kamara got hit by Deion Jones and he got knocked out, knocked out of the game in the Georgia Dome yes. a couple years yeah. back? Yeah. Sean Payton has absolutely since that game i've watched these games closely sean payton has schemed away from Dion jones with regards to alvin kamara so if, if kamara is in a run set and they they know they're going to be running a screen or something like that they're putting some action on to make Dion jones move into the other direction or trying to you know what i mean they're trying to get him to influence into a different direction so that they can get kamara away from him you know and Dion jones obviously is going to be he's going to be a homing beacon he's going to obviously do his best to to stay into where Kamara is going, but th- there's a lot of stuff that we do in preparation to obviously protect our guys and to take their talented players out of the game. So I feel like Sean is an upgrade over every coach in the NFL, not named Kyle Shanahan, not named Andy Reid. Yeah. I think I think I think those are the only two coaches that if you said you're going to lose your your head coach, you're only allowed to pick one other head coach in the NFL. Who are you going to take? I'm only taking one of those other two guys. Otherwise, I'm not interested in anybody else. So Raheem Morris, yeah, nice guy. I'm happy for him. I, I, he's not better than Sean Payton. Yeah. So we have the better, yeah, we have the better coach. Sorry, I just want to get on this. We have the better coach. We have the better roster. Taysom has done well against them, and we just beat. They didn't score a touchdown against us last game. Mm-hmm. That was two weeks ago. Not a lot has changed in two weeks. 
So I, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Sorry, go ahead. And, and what's also good too about the Denver game, you know, being sandwiched between these two games is that we didn't show a lot of what we wanted to do at all. Like offensively, defensively, nothing is on tape that wasn't on the tape from uh, when we faced them. That's a good point. In the first game, right? That's so, a good point, yeah. So, so they can't gain anything um, by watching, you know, our most recent game because, because that game was not our most recent game. Uh, um, that, that was a practice, basically, for us. <laughs> Scrimmage. Yeah. And, and we're talking about practice right now. AI practice. <laughs> talking about practice? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you... no, I, I feel like I feel like we're going to win. I just don't feel like it'll be as, as smooth sailing as it was in in our dome. Well, I didn't. I don't love the Vegas line. Uh, the Vegas line of, of three of three and a half or whatever it is, not an awesome line. That always gives me no, cause. We talked about that last week. Where no, no, no. Said the... No, I'm saying I'm saying the three and a half. When it's three, yeah. I like it. When it's when it's three, I like it. Three and a half at home. Sign me up for three and a half at home all the time. But three and a half on the road, it's that's a weird one for me. You know, like three and a half on the road. That's just a weird. That's a weird line for me. Um, three and a, I should I should specify three and a half at home. I love. I really really do love. They're trying to get action on the road, guy. Uh, when they do that, and uh, yeah, sign me up all the time. When for we it. played Atlanta last week, we were were we. We were three. No, we were three and a half at home. Oh, and now we're that was, three and a half was, on the road. And now we're three and a half on the road. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's just it's just a, it's a weird one. So yeah. I'm I'm not signing up for the. For the line all that much like i still think we're going to win the game i think we win convincingly but i just i hate the line vegas always scares me because they're they're wrong very very um and I, and I, infrequently <laughs> yeah and i guess it makes sense because of the fact that there's no actual home field advantage this year right so well atlanta has atlanta has the same amount of fans as they do every year <laughs> that's true that's true wait a minute so they should account for home field advantage in that case it but, should exactly um, they're going to pipe in the crowd noise and they got the exact, exactly, decibels. same amount of fans. <laughs> Every fan brings ten decibels to the. <laughs> uh, that that would be twelve fans in total. Um, but <laughs> oh, and I heard they're opening Chick Fil A on Sunday, by the way, too, which is no, good. they're not. No, they're not. No. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? I was gonna, I was going to say this too. Um, the fact that the the spread is the same number. I guess Vegas feels like they have to because there's no home field so if it was three and a half in new orleans it ha- it can't be different well right? it, like could, it, it could it could be different right they still have the team still has to travel and there's a number of different other things going on but i think in this case they're looking at it and they're like okay Taysom's got two wins atlanta's playing well but atlanta's still four and seven saints are nine and two um there's certain teams that get extra points from vegas the yankees the lakers the saints are on that list you know what I mean? Because they started off this high-scoring offense in 2009, and it really hasn't left. Like, it's it's a weird thing. So I think anybody else, if you took the name off the jersey, I think it would be a, a one-and-a-half, maybe a two-point spread. But because it's the Saints, I think it's a three-and-a-half. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, Pause there with me, though. With, with betting that, I'm going I'm to have a little bit of hesitation, I think. But Yeah, a little hezzy, but... You know, when it comes time to it, you're like, nah, I got my, I got my guys. <laughs> I feel pretty good. Um, okay, so how do you think this game's going to look? Because I have an idea of how the game's going to look, but I'm interested to hear your point of view. Yeah, I, I, th- I think 
we are going to need to uh, possess the ball and, and and use that time of possession to our advantage because of the fact that, um, you know, they, they've, they have their one tape of Taysom, and it was against them. So they they have that revenge factor in their mind. They have, like, the, the dirty taste still in their mouth, and they, they know that, that what they saw on Sunday in New Orleans two weeks ago is what they'll probably see again coming up. So mm. I, I feel like Raheem Moore will game plan properly i think he's a decent enough coach to know how to how to adapt and and how to like um configure his defense even though they may not be very good he'll find a way that he can take away one aspect of what Taysom hill can do Mm -hmm. so whether it's his first read um because Taysom is a first read kind of quarterback still so if, if if they take away his first read and clamp down immediately on his eyes they feel like they could probably you know shift the defense on a second read to a point where they can take advantage of that. However, I feel like Sean Payton is smarter than that, <laughs> and he's going to also play to that strength too, where he's going he's gonna to have Taysom train his eyes to look first read first, but then go second read next. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there'll be a way where, where he can coach him up in a way that will, will you know, um, change the narrative on how Taysom Hill quarterbacks the football. Um, I want to hear how this finishes for you, but I want to add something if I can. Yeah. You know how in a football game they they do a bunch of these runs to the left side because they're setting something up, or they do a bunch of these like like short passes into the flats because they're setting up the wheel route, or you know what I mean, or anything like that. We haven't been passing at all to the running backs. I wonder if Sean Payton has been waiting to set that up. You know what I mean in this game in the Philly game, because this is going to be the hard game, right? This is the hard one for us. So yeah. I wonder if he's been like saving that with Taysom, being like, "Hey, this is what we're going to do next game." Just anyways, it just came over my head when when no, you were that, talking. That's, that's that's a good thought because yeah, AK has has one catch for negative two yards in the past two games, um, which is concerning because that, that's that's a big part of what our offense was before Drew went out was was AK yeah. getting the ball and you know being third and or second in the league in receptions behind only DeAndre Hopkins, and now he's you know one catch in two games and and last week is this is an anomaly of course but. Even not having a catch in the Atlanta game at first was was kind of crazy. It seems like um, he's had. It seems like Alvin Kamara's had a bye week. Yeah, and, and you, you almost, which is good because he's not healthy. I don't think fully. He's like eighty five percent. But you almost you almost want to have like it's like Sean wants him to get eighty one catches again only, like just eighty one, <laughs> nothing more, <laughs> nothing less. Let's go four years in a row and keep it a trend. And, he's gonna get eighty two, and Sean's gonna be big mad. <laughs> it's like you caught the ball in Denver. Damn it, that one catch. Um, but no, I, I feel like you're right. I feel like they're going to have to start checking down a bit more to the running backs and, and, you know, getting them in space. Um, and, and our offensive line, like we'll, we'll get to run Armstead back after the COVID list thing, I think. Oh, he's not back this week. He'll be back next week. So he's not back first Atlanta. Yeah. I don't think he's going to, the, all the reports I've read, I don't think he'll be back in time. That'll, that'll be eight days, right? And that's yeah. Not enough. It's going to be yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, so then. Andrews Pete, if he's not practicing, you know, then then our then our left side of our line all all, all of a sudden doesn't look. Yeah, they don't look strong. great, but they did okay. They did oh, they did well in Denver, and considering the yeah. fact that we ran the ball so much, we're probably going to run the ball eighty percent of what we did in Denver anyways against Atlantic, especially if we get a lead. Yeah. Yeah, get it, getting the lead is going to be crucial. Yeah, because okay. I'm not sure I'm not sure Taysom's built to come back from being down by you know ten or fourteen. A touchdown, he'll be okay. But when when it's fourteen and now the pressure's on him to throw the ball, 
uh, and to get the, the you know the offense rolling that way yeah i feel like that'll that'll be a, a detrimental part to his game it's difficult for him that's for sure that's not he's not a gunner in that sense but no. i think i think everybody's forgetting Taysom's played quarterback at the highest level now he's been sitting behind drew people are fascinated by how much he sounds like drew how much he looks like drew um and just the cadence his footwork all these different things let's have a little faith in the guy to be able to play a little football here you know what i mean like i'm mad with some of the reads that he's making and some of the misses that he's making but he hasn't been pushed to the fire yet like we haven't seen him fail you know what i mean like we've seen him not play well but we haven't seen him fail he hasn't lost yet so i think we have to put ourselves in the mindset that we have a guy sean payton believes in him so much so that they have a guy that threw for 5,500 yards last year sitting on the bench. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, th- this is this is what we got with our squad. So I'm excited to see what this game is going to look like. If it's another blowout, we're never really going to see Taysom pushed to the limit. And is that a good thing? I don't know. I, I, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you and say it is. Like, are we winning? The record is what matters. But let's not get caught up in the win-loss record because... We're not winning because of Taysom. Do you know what I mean? We're not losing because of him, but we're also not winning. And I think that that's a big, like that's a big thing, um, big thing to kind of separate when you're thinking about evaluating a quarterback. Is what, what is he doing for us? Like, is he just game managing? Because Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. He's not the reason they won the Super Bowl. No one's ever going to make that mistake. I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. No, no, I, I hear you. I just, I just know that we haven't seen him have to like play that mode of football yet at the at the professional level. Mm-hmm. And, and when when you ask someone to do that for the first time against a division rival, and then you know beat them twice, two out of his first three wins is against the same team. Like that, that's it's hard that's, to do in a two out of, two out of sixteen. It's also awesome if he does it because it's our hated oh, rival. Like, yeah. oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine this is the start of Taysom's like tenure as a Saints quarterback? How did you start your Saints tenure as a, as a starting quarterback? I walked into New Orleans. I beat the piss out of Atlanta. They didn't score a touchdown. I outdueled Tom Brady and Matt Ryan on the same day. You know what I mean? I was the best quarterback in the NFC South. Yeah. And then after that, I went on the road. I threw for negative yards. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But we won the game by double digits. I'm not going to talk about the other team. It's not interesting. And then I went into Atlanta, and I threw for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and ran for two more. There we go. I'm your Saints quarterback for the next five years. That would be pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, that would just be really cool. So yeah. No, no. I think I think if – here's the headline that the New Orleans Tim, Times, Picayune, or whatever they are called now online, should use if – NOLA.com. Yeah, no. If, if Taysom beats Atlanta twice, the headline should be "Take some." <laughs> Take some. Yeah, you got a knack for that kind of our, stuff. You got to get a job. Podcast, our next podcast should be called "If, if We Win." Should be called "Take Some." I'm in. I'll let you. I'll, I'll name that one. That one for sure. Um. So quarter by quarter. Uh. For me, this is how I think it looks. I think we start off really fast. I think Sean's gonna script the plays. Um. Again, this is another game. Where I'm going to be watching the coin toss pretty closely. Um, I really hope we come into that, get the coin tossed, go down the field, eight play drive, get even get three. Like for me, it doesn't matter. Even get three is good enough. I hope we. I hope it's seven though, 
And then after we get the points, everybody's calm. The defense comes out. We get three sacks of Matt Ryan after they get, you know, one or two first downs or whatever the case is. We look pretty good. They punt to us. We get a nice return from Austin Carr, unexpected. You know, nice 12-yard return. Guys are all jacked up. Taysom throws a deep shot to Emmanuel Sanders. Pass interference. We get down to the two-yard line. Latavius Murray continues his uh, his onslaught of touchdowns. Has three in two weeks now. And uh, that's all I got from that point on. I think it, it runs out of that point after that. I think it's all just I, I, window dressing after that fact. But that's kind of how I'm hoping that that first quarter goes. Yeah. No, I, I, I can see that for sure. Um, and, and also, I hope, I just hope that we, in in that drive, you know, the first initial drive we get, like, hope, hope we pound the rock a little bit. Because I think that that'll open up things a lot for what Taysom will uh, be able to do as, as the quarters go on, right? Like, once he can get the play action going and roll out a little bit, and, and if he doesn't see his first read or a second read even, then then he can tuck and go. Like it, it'll bode well. Like the the run game has to happen right from the start. Like we got to get five point five yards per carry from carry one to carry you know eight on our first drive. Yeah. And then and then that way he can start to think about how he wants to manipulate the defense with with the play action or, or the rollouts because or or RPOs or whatever he wants to run um, because. I feel like if we come out and start throwing the ball and then all of a sudden like they're clamping down on that and his first quarter, you know, goes like, you know, two for six for nine yards um, and six yards rushing, <laughs> all of a sudden his confidence will, will waver a little bit. Right. And, and yeah. Um, but so, so yeah, like if we can get some of those, you know, advantageous penalties that might come our way if we take a deep shot, although I'm not sure the NFL gives us those, but if, if we can get <laughs> one or two, um, man, that that would help him out too. Just knowing that the refs are, are have their eyes open this time. Yeah. Around, so well, I, I what I'm what I'm really hoping for, and you actually said it f- for me, but uh, I'm I'm really hoping that Taysom just pulls the trigger. You know, like I'm I'm hoping that he's he's confident, he sees something, and he lets the ball go. I felt like he was holding the ball a little bit, but again, imagine Sean telling him, "Hey, listen, the other team doesn't have a quarterback. Don't give the other team life." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't be the reason why we lose. That's probably, I think, something that was said to him. So he's, you know, making sure to protect the football, and 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 I appreciate that. But I'm hoping in this game he sees something, he lets it go. You know, just see it, let it go. See it, let it go. That that would be really awesome um, to see for his progression as a quarterback. Um, who's well, your defense? I, I, oh, sorry, I, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, one sec before. I, I did hear uh, Sean Payton on WWL radio or TV or whatever it was, is, is one interview that he had after the game where he um, he said that, that Taysom Hill played the game that Taysom Hill had to play for us to win that game. So if Sean isn't, you know, displeased with what he saw, um, but rather he's like, that's what I expected of him at this point, then I think you're right. I think he told him, listen, hold on to the ball, take the sack if you have to, our defense will get it back for us. Get another another chance, another chance, another chance, and, and that's how it went. Yeah. So Sean, Sean is smart enough to know that, you know, if Taysom starts forcing the ball down the field and they get picks and fumble or whatever the case might be, then then all of a sudden, yeah, you're right. They'll they'll get some momentum, and 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 that can be strong for any any situation, any team. 
Yeah, it was just um, not, it just wasn't necessary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Do what you do. Do what's necessary, and do what you got to do to get a win. Wins in wins in the NFL are difficult to come by. Yeah, you know, and and I think the average fan sits at home and goes, "Oh, we're gonna crush them." Like last night, you watched that Philadelphia Seattle game. There was a point in that game, as bad as Philadelphia was playing, they could have got back in that game and they could have won that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you you can't you can't ever put your nose up at a team and be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna win the game." Like, I hope we go and beat Atlanta the way we could, but we could end up losing to Atlanta by thirty five points. You know, on Sunday, that's a possibility. So, like, people have to realize wins are difficult to come by. I'm happy that he got the win. It wasn't pretty. Um, but the defense stood on their head, and that's kind of leading me into my next point. My defensive star for this game is going to be C.D. Deuce. I haven't given C.D. Deuce his love yet this year. Um, not that it, he deserves more than he's gotten for me. Put it that way. So I got him being an absolute stud this game, and I got him playing with that same kind of venom that Keanu Neal and Deion Jones plays with on the defensive side of the ball. Who do you got as a defensive MVP in this game? I'm going to go with Quan Alexander. I, I okay. think his, his comfort level in his defense is obviously growing. Um, his ability is is showcased every single snap. Like His energy level is nutty. He looked he look kind of slow when he got that fumble, didn't he? I don't know how he got yeah, caught by an yeah, offensive I, lineman. I was, I was so disappointed he got taken down by Garrett Bowles, of all people, um, who, who the Denver Broncos could have had Ryan Ramchek, but came instead. Um, <laughs> so thank you for that. But um, but no, I, I think Quan just like that one form tackle he had where they showed it over and over again on, on the replay. Um, I forget who it was against. It might have been against uh, Melvin Gordon or something. But um, his tackling is, is like precise when, he, when he's, you know, at the right speed. He's not over-pursuing. Um, and he's he's sure of himself, and he just looks like he's so comfortable. And I texted you this earlier this week that him and, and Demario might be the funnest linebacker duo. Not the best linebacker duo in the NFL, but, like, the most fun. Like, they have a lot of fun together. It's been three weeks, four weeks now together. Yeah. Their, their, their chemistry is, is, like, sky high. They have celebrations together. Like, it, it's such a good thing to see for Demario to have that next to him now. Yeah. Like, Demario... You know, would try with AJ Klein, would try with Anzalone, would try, and he he'd fire those guys up, and they'd you know they they would produce too. But but these two seem special together. It seems like it was a match kind of made that that had to happen. He's got a friend. <laughs> yeah, they got friends, man. It's kindergarten, buddy. You got to be your first friend. So kindergarten Kwan is my is my first and and, uh, and and final defensive MVP of the game. Uh, I think that's sticking kindergarten Kwan. I, I like that. <laughs> Kindy Kwan. Kindy Kwan. Um, offensively, who's your offensive MVP? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's going to have a breakout game in terms of production for us. I know he's had a one one great game so far this year, but nothing else besides like the you know second wide receiver stats that he's produced. Um, and I th- I think that you know Michael Thomas becoming a focal point again in the offense, especially for for Taysom Hill's first read usually. Um, I think that if Sean does coach Taysom up and say, listen, your first look's going to get caught. Like, they, they know what's going on, Mike. So look at Mike first if you have to, to feel comfortable, but then know that you're going to 17. Yeah. And then ho- hopefully, you know, I, I could see Emmanuel getting like 11 catches for not, not a lot of yardage, just like, you know, the, the catch and run for about six or seven after, after the fact and accumulating about 120, 130. 
and uh, and scoring two touchdowns. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, um, my offensive MVP, it's going to be a boring one. You know, and I, this is kind of chalky, but I think this is Taysom Hill's best game as a pro. I think Taysom steps in, and I think we see Taysom. I've been predicting it, so I'm going to keep on predicting until it happens. I want Taysom to set history. Throw for 300 yards, throw for three touchdown passes, run for three touchdowns. I want that to happen. And I know it's bold as hell to predict that, but what the hell? What do I have to lose? If uh, if it happens, I called it, and I look like a genius, even though I've been calling it for weeks now. <laughs> so uh, it's got to hit eventually, right? Black. <laughs> black. You bet black. Black. Green. Black. Green. How many times could it land on green? <laughs> um, Red, isn't it? No, 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 green, green is double zero, which is like the the hilarity, the hilarity in that, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. I, yeah. Okay. If I keep I keep on saying something, I get the exact opposite. <laughs> um, what's your final score prediction in this game? Uh, I'm gonna go with twenty-seven twenty. Twenty-seven twenty. So covering the spread, staying under the total. Um, and not quite the same, you know, 15-point win as last time. Uh, but they, they will they'll score two on us, and, and they will uh, kick some field goals, as they always do with Young Hui Ku. <laughs> young Ho. Whatever it is, Young Ho. <laughs> uh, young Roddy White. but uh, <laughs> Young Garden Tool. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, cool but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think it'll be 27-20. Um. Yeah, I, I, if I go with my prediction, that means I got to have over 40. So I got a 50 burger here. I got us at 52. 52 to 17. Matt Ryan doesn't play in the fourth quarter. And Taysom Hill takes a seat, smiling on the bench. And Jameis also gets some points on the board. And the Saints go absolutely crazy in Atlanta. Petty Sean Payton, everybody dancing around. And uh, the NFL hates us. That's just what's gonna be. They're just gonna be hating us. Um, I don't know if you saw the video of Demario Davis, Club Dub, dancing on the NFL Shield in Denver. Yes, yes. Amazing. That that made every part of me feel good. That was just like a little kid in a candy shop being like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> that is. And Craig Robertson doing the big ball dance on. The oh, <laughs> it's just it's such a good and clever troll. And the NFL can't do anything about it. Nope. They can't they're do anything about it. They were masked yeah. up. They're masked up. You know what I mean? But it's... Then did, did, you, did you see, like, there, there's like a four screenshot of four different teams doing the same damn thing with no masks on? Yeah. Uh, Denver, Kansas City. Detroit. Detroit, and... I don't know, but I saw Taylor Luan screaming in his teammate's face with no mask on during the game. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. We gotta, they gotta have some, I don't know, some uniformity with this, with the rules here, because it seems like they're just kind of making them up as they go along. It's kind of sure. annoying. And, and um, of course, the Saints take a fall for half a mil and lose their seventh round pick. Yeah, and it, at first I got upset about it, but then I thought to myself, man, they got it. It's not like they don't got it. You know what I mean? Like they got yeah. the money, so I'm not stressing about Rita Benson's money. They they got the paper. I'm not like it's it just sucks that they're trying to make a focal point. Um, of, of attacking the Saints and they're doing it blatantly and no one gives a damn that's the part that sucks mm-hmm. um, anything else 
tidbits and notes. Do we want we want to go through these games and pick these games here real quick? Oh, I haven't even looked at this. At the yeah, I got I, I got run. I got the line right here. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Let's let's do last last Saints game uh, prediction. Okay. What's what's the biggest play the Saints are gonna have? Like either offensively or defensively. Fifty nine yards, fifty nine yard touchdown to Emmanuel Sanders. Love it. Yeah. I think that he's I, I they got they got that place set up, so I think it's gonna be a pick six. Pick six? Uh, yeah, pick six. Call it. Who do you who do you have with it? I think uh I'm I'm gonna go with Marshawn. I think Marshawn needs one. Just just Jeez. to kinda add to his resume. Yeah. Because he dropped that, that shirt that shirt interception last week. Yeah. And and feeling that football in his hands, um, you know, made, made him realize what he what he's missing, and it, and if he gets one, he's taken to the house. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things. Once you open up the door, you uh, you might just be flying right yeah. back in, right? So, yeah. um, da, da, da. okay. So let's look at these lines here. Uh, let's go to mybookie.ag. Hey, they always hype up their lines over on uh, everybody else's thing. So what do we got for my bookie? Uh, we got Baltimore Pittsburgh. Well, this game's still happening. <laughs> Jesus. Like week, 12, week twelve and a half here. Yeah, seriously. Who do you got in the Baltimore Pittsburgh game? The line is now. Why, why am I blind? I can't see it. Oh, sorry, it's minus ten. I was like, is it minus one ten? No, it's minus ten. Uh, Pittsburgh's ten point favorite. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh covers that number just, just so, with the decimation of the offense of, of Baltimore losing Mark Andrews and losing Willie Sneed and. And I know they got some guys back today off the list, but yeah, they got I, I feel like this, this team is just mad, and Pittsburgh's mad at them for for taking so long to play this damn game. Um, my, Pittsburgh will cover that by two touchdowns. They might win by fourteen or seventeen or so. Yeah, if this line would have been fourteen, I still would have been Pittsburgh. I would have been all over Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I think we agree there. Uh, Detroit, Detroit's getting three in Chicago. Oh, take I'm taking that all day. Yeah, I got Detroit. That's a uh, Daryl Bevel's head uh, interim head coaching uh, debut. So and they and they get DeAndre Swift back, and they got yeah. embarrassed and they got embarrassed on Thanksgiving, and they've got extra day, days to get healthy because they were playing on Thanksgiving, and Chicago just got embarrassed by Green Bay. I think Chicago's done. I think they're yeah. reeling. Yeah, they, um, they were five and one at one point. Now they're five and six. Yeah, they're trash, trashy, 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 trashy. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we got the Cincinnati Bagels. Bag- <laughs> bagels. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, seriously. Zero. Who knows? Yeah, seriously. Uh, they're getting 11 and a half. They're getting 11 and a half in Miami. That's a big spread for Miami. It is. They don't They don't score a ton of points. No, no, but I can't see Cincinnati scoring in much either, though. Cincinnati uh, fought. They fought the Giants last week. Yeah. Well, that's a Giant. Yeah. I'm going to say just. Just because of the number plus eleven Cincinnati, yeah, eleven and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Cincinnati as well with the points. Uh, the next game we got we got the Indianapolis Colts three point favorite in Houston. Down Bradley Roby for a six game suspension and down Will Fuller six game mm-hmm. suspension. What's Brian Cushion doing over there? Um, I don't know. <laughs> strength, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, man, seriously, uh... it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn my head anymore. <laughs> it work for me. Um, I'm going to the Colts, man. They look like they're kind of 
uh, going in the right direction again. Yeah, this is their season right now. If they lose this game, their year's over. So yeah, um, this is a must win. Uh, they're backed into a corner. I got them as well. Uh, Jacksonville getting nine points in Minnesota. This is my this is my silver pick. I've got Jacksonville. Jacksonville's been playing good football, and Glennon looks like a quarterback. Yes, it's weird because he's he, not played for three years. He looks good. Like he got yeah. paid by the Bears, right? The Bears opened up their wallets for him, and then and yeah, then they drafted yeah. Trubisky, correct? Yeah. And then they they gave him away for a ham sandwich after they gave him all that guaranteed money. That that organization is so poorly run. Um, yeah, well, Glennon's got all those gone, but yeah, yeah. Um, Glenn, Glennon's Glennon's playing well. Uh, I like them to cover. They might even win the game. I'm not gonna lie to you. A minute Minnesota could be had. They're not a very consistent team, but I'll definitely take Jacksonville plus nine. They're a Joey Sly kick away from from being out of playoff contention again. Jesus, he missed that kick bad. Oh man, I, that's like my drive on the 17th green <laughs> after 17 beers. Uh, uh, yeah, who do you got? I, uh, we got Tennessee uh, giving five and a half to Cleveland, which is an eight and three battle. That's a that's a sneaky good game. It is a sneaky good game, and it's like this is like Cleveland's first real test. You know, this is their real test yeah. here. Yeah. Um, ah, Two great I run know. games. I guess I want the points. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. And it, one thing to keep an eye on is the total. The total is 54. Yeah, Miles Garrett's back, though, too, right? But so, how, how many runs are both of these teams going to have? It's going to be like a rushing like battle back and forth. Which you imagine? Clock. So 54, hit the, hit the under on that one, I think. Yeah, I think the under is a, a safe bet, but I like I like Cleveland. I think I think Miles Garrett back. That defense has been playing really well for them. Um, I'll take Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas, Las Vegas yeah. after their trouncing to Atlanta, playing another bad, uh, winless New York Jets team in MetLife at MetLife. And they're spotting seven and a half too. Uh, I you can't really take the Jets in anything now. Like they they score three points and they feel like they've accomplished their job for the day. It's really bad. <laughs> and then they just give up the rest. Yeah, it's really bad. Like, what are you doing there? Like West Coast. I guess they would have stayed out east probably and gone to New York from Atlanta or at Las Vegas. Is right? They wouldn't have gone back west. I don't know. I don't. I don't trust Gruden has a whole lot of intelligence, so I'm not giving him the so credit. Yeah, I, I, that's twelve o'clock start time though. I don't know. What, what are you doing with that one? To be honest with you, I'm gonna take Vegas yeah, just because the Jets. The Jets are just so bad. Yeah. The Jets are just so 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 bad. Yeah, they don't care anymore. And when you get and when you get embarrassed, you have to. They're six and four, right? When you get embarrassed, you're probably going to come back and play better football. That's so true. that's true. Um, I'll take I'll take them and feel pretty good about it. Uh, the next we got uh, the Cleveland Browns, and we talked about that game. We got the Rams coming off of the upset loss that they took against the Niners, getting three points. Or sorry, they're they're three point favorite uh, against Arizona in Arizona. Yeah, that, that's a tough game. I, I don't know how either of these teams are going to bounce back from their loss. They both they both lost on, on last-second field goals. They're both good to a point, but not great. And, and they both have people on the, on both sides of the ball who can play football uh, pretty well. So um, I feel like Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. But the Rams have a better defense. 
but the Rams have a much better defense. And and Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins, that's must see that's, TV. Yeah, that's must see TV. I'm pumped to watch that. That watch that battle. Um, uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the so Rams. I think the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are done. Yeah, they, they might have. They might need one more year to kind of just you know build build something there because they have pieces. They're a, they're um, they're a hail Murray away from being three losses in a row. That's true. That's true. And Isaiah Simmons. Um, oh, can't help that's such a bad people. That wasn't. That's such a bad call. It it's is. such a bad call. He's inbounds. He's a runner. He doesn't get exemption from getting hit. Like yeah. it's just uh bad call. That that's a rookie versus vet call though. That's what that is. Yeah, it's it's also the New England call. Yeah, that's also the that's also the Belichick slurp call. Yeah. Um, I got so I got the Rams. I got the Rams. I got the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, and I got the Rams. I don't think it's gonna be close. I think the Rams are. are I think that that defense is that defensive line's ability to get to Kyler Murray is gonna be evident, and Kyler Murray could end up getting pulled in this game because he's already pretty banged up. Mm-hmm. This this game could get away from them in a hurry. Um, the Giants going over to the West Coast to play Seattle. No line posted at this point, but uh, it doesn't. Whatever the, whatever, whatever the line is, I got Seattle. No yeah. Daniel Jones, I got Seattle. <laughs> Sign me. Up. Doesn't doesn't strike you as a as a spread cover? No. He just doesn't do it for me. No. <laughs> I don't know what no. to tell you. <laughs> he, he wears the right number, number twelve, but he doesn't do the job. Yeah, it's uh, and then we got Philadelphia getting 155 points in Green Bay. <laughs> I think he wins by 156, of course. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Green Bay no matter what. I think Philly's they're done. Yeah, they are they are done done done. Uh, the Patriots, it's a pick 'em against the Chargers. Cam versus Herbert. I, I like the Chargers here. I think they need to. They're 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 due for a win. They've had so many shitty losses. And they're they're a decent enough team with Joey Bosa back. Like they, I think, I think the Chargers will beat the Patriots here. Not not Maybe. by much. Might might be two or three. It's a home game as well for the Chargers. It's so far, and they're playing they're playing decent football. They've they've lost a couple heartbreakers, and they've really shot themselves in the foot, uh, especially in that Buffalo game last week. Holy smokes, they have how many chances to get in that game, and they yeah. still end up losing by ten. Um, I'm gonna take the Chargers, and I'm gonna yeah, and I'm gonna take the over. I think there's a lot of points scored in this game. It's going to be For warm sure. weather in California. Uh, Denver, Kansas City. Denver, 14. Oof. Kansas City has to roll them, though. Like they, Especially in prime time. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's, 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 yeah that's all I can see, Kansas City. And then the last one, we got Buffalo versus San Francisco. And that is Buffalo getting or giving two and a half. Yeah. Um, San Fran with Kyle Shanahan is... You can never bet against them because they they're sneaky good man like they have people coming back from from injury and and i think buffalo traveling i, I don't know I, i'm not sold entirely on buffalo yet I, I know they're a good team i know they'll be in the playoffs i know that they'll maybe make some noise in the first you know wild card weekend but i just don't i don't believe yet so i i think san fran might win that game i sent you a text message today saying i think san francisco is going to run the table and if not run the table, they might win. They might lose one more game. They're gonna finish nine and seven or ten and six. Kyle Shanahan is a top three NFL coach. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, that's what I got. And then is this the week that they're gonna have Baltimore versus Dallas in yes, the also, in on Tuesday, right? 
and also Washington-Pittsburgh on Monday. Uh, I don't know what the Washington-Pittsburgh line is. It's um, 10 for Pittsburgh. I'll take Washington. Yeah, their, their D-line can get after Big Ben, I think. Yeah, they'll make it uncomfortable. And I'll take the under in that game. Um, and then what's the line on... Yeah, it's 44 and a half. The, the, what's the line on Balt, on Baltimore-Dallas? Probably going to be... I'm seeing it right now. I think it's Lamar... It'll probably be Baltimore. Baltimore four and a half. I imagine Baltimore's yeah. still going to be a heavy favorite in that game. Well, because Andy Dalton knows Baltimore too, right? He, he's played against them for so many years, so um, maybe that's maybe. part of, of the reasoning there. But Maybe, maybe, man. Either way. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that we're going to walk into Atlanta. We're going to get to 10-2. and two. And you know what's the awesome part about all this? We haven't mentioned it at all. Tampa Bay's got five losses. We're two wins away from clinching the NFC South for a fourth yep. consecutive year. Yeah, that is that's pretty cool. First that is pretty cool. That is pretty damn cool, man. So, uh, yeah, man. Any any closing thoughts? The South isn't enough. That's all. <laughs> the South <laughs> it, is not enough. It really isn't. Everything is just predicated on getting to a Super Bowl. You know, i.e., our ugly win in Denver. Get a win. Get out. Get healthy. Especially winning this, like we're playing. For that Lombardi and Tampa Bay, which is the home of Tom Brady now, which is something sweet about that. I'm not sure what it is, but that 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 just even though it's not been his home for more than three months, um, it just feels like that would be a sweet sweet thing that he came down to the South to win it, and we won it in this in his stadium. That would be just amazing. It would just absolutely be amazing. Yeah. Anyways, my man, this has been a lot of fun. Um, who that fans? Keep it simple. Keep it sexy. Have some fun. Life is gravy. We're 9-2, and two, soon to be 10-2. and two. It's Falcons hate week. Put on your Matt Ryan jersey. You know, walk around the city and say, look at me. I'm a doofus. <laughs> uh, he likes, Matt Ryan likes to dress up, so we make fun. You know, he likes to dress up. If you know what I'm saying, you know, you know, if you know, you know. Um, other than that, Justin, I'm going to hit you with a who dat. Be safe, be healthy, and wear a damn mask, people. Who dat? Who dat, buddy? All right, man. Take care. Yeah.